0: Pre roll sales went up about 50%, I believe, in 2020 Uh, during the pandemic. I thought a lot of people were going to stop combusting, but it turns out that um, that's not the case. There was a lot more that was sold um, than anticipated. So, we're going to dive into a pre roll report, um, talk about a little bit about how distribution and pre rolls, the pricing, what people are looking at and buying, um, as well as the Valens company. Dive into all of that uh, coming up.
1: It's only entertainment.
0: Welcome back to the Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, capital markets analyst and host of your cannabis business podcast. All right, so the balance company closed its largest pre roll manufacturing agreement to date. Looks like uh, the balance company trading on the ticker symbol VLNCF, leading manufacturer of cannabis products, they confirmed that they're broadening an existing agreement uh, to include custom manufacturing of cannabis products. And so under that, they're looking at uh, the top five in Canada by market share and creating some products, including pre rolls. So, this includes the largest pre roll manufacturing agreement to date for the Valens company. Tyler Robson, CEO and chair of Valens company, said the pre roll category is the largest and fastest growing segment in the Canadian cannabis market. And we are incredibly excited to sign the largest agreement to date in the category with a light, long time trusted partner and look forward to the expanding relationship in the future. So, we mentioned pre-rolls are gaining in popularity being the most convenient and the cheapest price and convenience are the two most easy forms of uh regular consumers you know price and thc are still for the cannabis industry important metrics or whatever but in 2021 56 percent of cannabis consumers said that they used a flower and another 46 percent said that they used pre-rolls um So obviously a consumer go to flower, still the largest market share in the US, most conservative, most thing that people understand, or, you know, you walk in and see 2000 SKUs, flower is going to kind of be the easiest thing to recognize at first. So um, it's bringing in 12 billion in 2021. um, And it's going to be a lot more than that, obviously, with more states coming on board. Brands are going to be a lot more important uh, as time moves on. Instead of being, you know, what's the highest THC at the lowest price point, you're going to see that a pre-rolls and some of the flowers are going to rely heavily on meeting customer expectations. I think that uh, the Cookies brand has done a really good job of understanding the industry better than Snoop Dogg. Leaf by Snoop thought his, his name would carry it. Nobody cares about Willie Nelson or Cheech and Chong or they don't care about names at all. They care about the experience. They care about value. They care about getting really good product, especially if it's premium. So flowers shouldn't have to be overly dry or have small buds. People kind of tend to crank the humidity down in order to get a higher THC reading. It's just not going to be a very good experience. So um, someone who buys an indica pre-roll and then lights it up at night, um, you know, is, is going to move on to a different brand if it ends up sitting on a shelf too long and then having that degrade into, um, if, it's, if it's a sativa rather, degrades into CBN, it's going to make them sleepy. So if the experience isn't what they anticipate, uh, they're going to move on to another brand. Seems like everyone's jumping on board as well. You can get a pre-roll from Justin Bieber's Peaches Cannabis pre-rolls in, in Vegas, uh, Fab Five Freddy pre-rolls with the Purpose, uh, Stephen Van Zandt launching Little Stevens Underground Apothecary uh, in in Massachusetts. Jay Z's monogram. They're gonna have uh, pre rolls. So, but rather than doing it with you know these these shake tables, the um, knock box from Futurola is is really not for anybody to use other than um, a bud tender. And bud tenders can't use uh, those in a regulated marketplace. So once you have rec shops, bud tenders can no longer be a processor. Machines like this, three, $400,000 to uh, do pre-rolls automatically are the way to go. I've got videos, you can just go to my channel and there's a top 10 fully automated um, machines out there. So these are not cheap, but there's value to them. So take a look at uh, some other options if you're in the market looking. Custom Cones also debuted a fully automated and infused pre-roll machine. So uh, they launched that at MJ BizCon recently. The automated pre-roll can infuse up to 800 pre-rolls an hour. Um, And that's, I think, one of the first and only machines that automatically produces an infused pre-roll. So definitely have to cover that and check check that out. Um, El Blunto is going to connect and Connected Cannabis. They're going to team up to release a special edition pre-roll um, it's not a pre-roll it's it's actually a blunt um blunts are huge so you can get blunt only machines as well um they're incredibly popular so and even the um a model for paper joint production so essentially a mobile processing unit something that we've been talking about on this podcast since inception for years we've talked about that so um I guess a production as a service, rolling around and producing pre-rolls um, for X amount, whatever that is, maybe it's eight cents a pre-roll, um, doing 3,500 pre-rolls an hour uh, on some of these machines. Blunts are obviously a little bit less, um, but why would you take 18 workers with a million dollars in annual labor cost to produce 50,000 pre-rolls a week? Um, literally, you can reallocate your human capital make these individuals, you know, district or, or salespeople or whatever and expand your business that way. Automation, scaling, expanding is the only way to stay in business. So a lot of people look at this as kind of too expensive or too big. But when was the last time you saw people hand rolling pre-rolls uh, or anything? I mean, that was like, it's, we're not in Cuba, you know, like you are talking about eight, the 1800s when people were, were processing this stuff by hand. So it's, it's crazy to, um, to anticipate this to continue to go on. When you look at uh, what strains are popular, um, a lot of people want the third of a gram or half gram. They like to try it. They don't want to smoke the whole thing. Uh, So some of the three of the top five strains are increasingly in national share of dispensary shelves come from OG Kush, um, Face Off OG, Platinum Kush, and LA Kush. Lemon Cake is the only sativa on the list. So apparently people really like their Indica pre-rolls. I don't. I would rather smoke sativa all day long and smoke indica at night. Look at that, Blue Dream is still on the list with 1.22% of share on the shelves nationwide. (laughs) Birthday cake, wedding cake still up there. Um, Those were pretty popular in 2018, I think is kind of the height of the the wedding cakes. Um, Pre-rolls, they're they're huge. Obviously, I'm gonna take a dominant market share. Uh, I think cylindrical joints are the way to go because it's got the optimum draw. Uh, and I make that case in a lot of my videos. If you want to check, um, cones are a novelty. It's not the optimum draw. That's why big tobacco is never, ever uh, implemented one of those is because they go wild. It's not, op, it's, it's not ideal. You just kind of want the extra amount in the top, but it's, it's a stupid concept. It really is. So that's why a lot of these manufacturers are going to be moving to cylindrical joints and not pre-rolls because that's the experience that people want that's proven over and over again I don't really need to uh, tell people if that's your opinion that's one thing but um, the reality is is pre rolls will turn into cylindrical joints and become a massive um, part of the culture probably overtaking flower I mean that's heavy to say that 40, 40% of market share will be flour and a portion of the rest will be edibles slash concentrate slash whatever. Um, I think pre-rolls will be incredibly popular though. So uh, let me know what you guys think. What's your favorite strain? How do you guys consume? Let me know all of that in the show notes. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got.